before we get too far into this, Racetech, Racetech.com, motors and suspension work. Get your bike working right with the folks at Racetech. They can rebuild your motor. They can rebuild your suspension and uh, have your bike working great. And you can save money by telling them you're a Pulp MX listener. Pulp21 is a code to save at Racetech, Racetech.com. Get the right springs for your bike. Jesus, people, get the right springs. Uh, get the bike working uh, correctly for your weight and or speed. Racetech.com, where the best get better. Privateer proven over the years. Thank you to Racetech. All right, on to the podcast. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Racerex Podcast with Eric Pernard talking about Stark motorcycles that launched and uh, and a few other things, World Supercross and some other stuff. Always interesting to talk to Eric and get his state and thoughts on some different things. Thank you to Fly Racing. Uh, go to motorsport.com. Check out the latest and greatest from Fly Racing. They have the new Formula CP helmet. Same great safety features as the regular uh, formula that came out with a few years ago, but a little different shell and a little different price. They got lines of gear that will fit uh, everybody and everything, uh, styles and everything else. So thank you to those guys. They put a lot of work into the Kinetic this year for 2022. Uh, so please check that out, flyracing.com. And, of course, Brayton and uh, the Rocky Mountain guys and more wear Fly Racing. So please uh, check them out. They've got something for everybody. And you know they got, like, watercraft stuff and they got, like, jet ski stuff and they got, like, snowmobile stuff. So, uh, yeah, they're uh, they're making it all over at Fly Racing. Flyracing.com for more information on that. Thank you to uh, uh, Maxxis Tires, uh, MXSTs, developed by some guy named McGrath and uh, used by the SGB uh, Maxxis Honda team. And they great, great make great mountain bikes uh, tires as well, the Minions and the As- Asagi. Ah, something like that. Really good. Check in, check check into it. I don't know how to say it. But uh, Maxxis.com for more information on that. If you haven't thought about Maxxis in a long time for a dirt bike tire, well, the MXSTs are used in Supercross main events and uh, nationals and all of that stuff. So Maxxis.com for more information on that. Renthal. The trusted brand in the paddock for uh, since 1969. They got the fat bars. They got the the regular uh, twin wall bars. They've got seven eighths bar. They got the fat bar 36 that they introduced a couple years ago. Uh, grips, sprockets, chains. Uh, you know the name. You know the game that they're in. And chances are, if you're listening to this and you had a dirt bike in the last uh, 30 years, you've used Rental products, right? Uh, Kawasaki and uh, Mitch Payton and Honda. Uh, depend on Renthal. So please check it out. they got a really cool website, really uh, interactive website as well, Renthal.com, and uh, they can dial you in, grips and stuff and all of that. So thank you to Renthal uh, for coming on board this podcast. Uh, they uh, certainly make great products, and we're glad to be associated with them. And uh, Motorsport and Cobalinks, which we'll tell you about a little more uh, down the road. But for now, uh, listen to Eric Pernard, who's uh, part of the Stark group, uh, the Stark, the Stark uh, Varge, Varge. 
Wolf in Swedish. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Really cool. Interested to see more about this bike. Hopefully, I get to throw a leg over it at some point. And, uh, and we're, we're rapping about a bunch of stuff. So, always enjoyable to have Eric on the show. Please, enjoy this podcast responsibly. And now, as promised, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast show, a good buddy of mine, a friend of mine for a long, long time now. He, he's an innovator. He's a promoter. He's an ambassador. He's many things. It's Eric Pernard. What's up, Eric? How are you, man? Hey, Steve. Nice to be here. Long time. Long time since I've been in the show. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like in person yeah. anyway, because yeah. uh, we're not allowed to travel much the last 20 months. I so know, right? Good to be back in Vegas. Yeah, thanks, man. Of course, a town that you know well. Yes. Uh, um, I invented a, Vegas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> starting a, a Yamaha motorcycle dealer. Uh, what year? Uh, I think we started building in 91. 91. Yeah. Yes. 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 And that was from, you came straight from O'Neill. No, no, you no. Were... I was I was in Palm Springs before. Okay. And uh, my 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 stint with O'Neill was only a year in '85. So I was already uh, a self-employed. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, right. any adventure travel business, yeah. which uh, people seems to be thinking it's very cool today. Well, I know you were you were 30 years ahead of your time, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, those things make a killing now. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. Uh, it's so funny because we had about 25 uh, adventure, like Tenere's bike, and yeah. and uh, we were using them. In America, and nobody in America knew what we were doing. But yeah. it's, that's okay. That's yeah. that's uh, it's like the first electric uh, motocross race at the Orleans in 2008. It was slightly uh, ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. really, right? Um, we're talk about a bunch of topics here. Uh, you're always an interesting guy to talk about, and I have a lot of things to uh, to talk to you about. Of course, uh, I did the U.S. Open story on RacerX uh, online. On uh, on Racer X Digital Sub, uh, it's on Pulpomex as well. The history of the U.S. Open from the the genesis of it, and you know you were the guy that started it, and you've been behind so many Parises and Bercy's and everything else, all, Supercrosses all over the world, and you brought it to America. I guess I, look, I already talked to you about the whole story and the lawsuits and everything else, but what's what was the reception uh, about that story after it came out from different people? Did you oh, first of all let me ask you this: <clears throat> when you first read it, was there anything in there that you were like? That's not how it went down. No, and, and I we already talked about that, but really the accuracy was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I read this, you know, this story which was digital, so I don't know how many pages it was, yeah. but I read everything and I'm like, "Oh my god." I mean, it feel it felt like you you were like a ghost writer to me. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody changed their stories like, no, yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cuz that's know, what happens in some of these. Yeah, I know. I I know I know like Gary Becker, the head of failed at yeah. the time and and I we don't have exactly the same uh, memories of memories it, yeah. of, but it's it's just nuances, you know. Yeah. It's just like he, you know, a, we were just we were just caught in our own trip, yeah. and uh, we don't remember he, exactly the the shade of the story, yeah. but it's the same story. He, you, know? uh, you helped me get a hold of him and contact him, and I went to his offices in Houston when the races were there. What a guy! No, he's awesome. He was the best. He was yeah. one of my favorite guys yeah. I've ever met. Right? Yeah. That, that, I mean, I knew the name. Yeah. But uh, what a good guy. Yeah, yeah he was, he cool. was a, a rock star promoter. Yeah. Uh, you know, used to do all those crazy concerts that yeah. suddenly, you know, gets motocross in, yeah. I mean, supercross yeah. in his hands. And you're like, yeah, we, we, it's just going to be like yeah. rock well, music. We'll make this cool. Yeah. I mean, like he was saying, like, Jeremy McGrath was cool. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's interesting. People can read that. Uh, and re you can listen to Gary Becker podcast, too. It's about a year old now, but search it out. And uh, Gary talks about the history of, of racing and, and his family and Alan Becker. They, I mean, they go back to promotions of the Astrodome Supercrosses yeah. back the, in the, the day. The good old so, days. Yeah. I mean, nah. 
Yeah, it's always a good old days yeah. when, you, when you start to get old. Yeah, yeah, really, right? <laughs> um, one of the things, so the news is out. Uh, we have a new electric bike on the market uh, replacing that Alta uh, thing that kind of went sideways on us. And this, I'm excited for this. So I was uh, able to jump on a call a few days ago and got, and got a little bit of a lowdown on this. Uh, Stark is coming out. The Stark is the name of the brand of yeah. the OEM. And they have an e-bike coming out. And this thing looks amazing. Uh, it's going to retail uh, right on the price line of a 450. It's the weight. It's going to be right around a 450. It's It's got KYB stuff on it. It's got uh, some promises of the motor that, I mean, we'll get into in a second. But you're involved with the Stark guys, and you're helping them out a little bit. Um, talk about this project. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun story. First, it's not to replace Alta. It's pretty much to... To, to start where Alta left, yeah. you know, because unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Alta left uh, rather, you know, brutally uh, due to a, you know, a lack of funds. You we know. should, and we should, we should clarify this. You and I have both, you have an Alta. Yes, I do. I've ridden one a bunch. Kiefer's got them. Yeah. And we are both advocates of e-bikes, like oh. the e-motocross bikes. It, it, if you hadn't ridden an Alta. Exactly. I know. mean, it's like, there's yeah. two things you cannot have an educated opinion until you've been riding an Alta or driving a Tesla car. Yeah, yeah. Because it's exactly yeah, the same. Yeah. If you haven't been in in and on those vehicles, you don't know anything you about it. You don't know, uh, yeah. yeah you're, so, just, you're just saying it's not cool because you want to say it's not cool. But the reality is you need to drive an electric vehicle, yeah. a, a performance electric vehicle, not a golf car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so knowing that, we're fans of this, and I'm excited because this thing looks, looks way awesome. Uh, and you're involved with them. So when does this start for you? Yeah, so uh, last year, 20 months ago, uh, I got a phone call from a, a very successful uh, bi Swedish businessman. He called me in uh, in uh, February of 19 and said, hey, I'm going to work on uh, on the next motocross electric bike. Mm -hmm. uh, I heard about your involvement with Alta and previously Zero. And he said, do you want to help me? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, because at that point, you know, 2019 was the busiest year of my life. Mm -hmm. I had so much work. 2020 was looking like 19 yeah. Yeah. more. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, let's talk about it a little bit later. A little bit later, COVID happened. The world shut down. Yeah, so I was uh, very fortunate to have a lot of uh, free time. And uh, we started, you know, to have conference call every week and uh, and became a really good close relationship with a with a with a wonderful gentleman named Anton Vass, uh, one of the founder of that uh, mega house yeah. uh, European mega house uh, you know mail order company uh -huh. uh, called uh, 24MX and uh you know we we basically uh went through millions of things together I was yeah. I was part of his original team uh, up to you know, a few weeks ago when I got the chance to ride the bike and uh, be completely sold yeah. on the fact that it was definitely better, larger, lighter, more powerful than the Alta. Yeah. So finally somebody raised the bar. They, they've, that, taken, uh, they've taken the, the, the cons of the Alta, the weight, the price, the power – and corrected that. Yeah, I mean the power you know. is never lacking, as you no, and I no, know. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but as far as like, I guess I guess when I mean power too, the and I haven't ridden this bike, and nobody has outside of a few people. I mean, as far as what we were told uh, for the the drawbacks of the Alta losing power as it goes on, you know, yeah. as, as the, as the and, moto and that goes parts, on. And that part should be under control. Yeah. but it's still under development. Yeah. So the bike has been actually moving for couple months mm -hmm. now yep. and been it's been testing it's been 
it's been being test, tested pretty much every day by Sebastian Tortelli. Yeah. He's, a, he's a head tester. Uh, Matt Rubo has been uh, flipping the bike. Oh, he has been? Okay, yeah, I didn't as, know this. As, yeah, much yeah. As, uh, <laughs> as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. You know, within a few minutes, yeah, he was yeah. so comfortable, he, he, he flipped the bike. Yep. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of uh, riders riding the bike yeah. as well. And uh, like I said, I was fortunate to ride it, and it felt just as good yeah. as anything, yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah, there's a video yeah, out. Yeah. yeah you just sit on the bike yeah. and you ride it and, uh, it's, uh, it, it handles very well. KYB, the, the geometry is Honda KTM ish, yeah. yep. you know, it's, uh, the brakes are Brembo's. It's just like first class yeah. all the way. Yeah. And, uh, game changer for sure. Uh, still not for everybody. Yeah. If you want to ride three hours at the local motocross track, I don't think it's going to work out, even though the bike should be able to charge quite quickly. Yeah, it's got yeah. a little spot for like an Android phone to yeah. plug into your dash. Yes. And, and yeah. there's different modes on it, uh, claiming 80 horsepower on the most aggressive mode, yeah. which is, I don't want anything yeah. to do with that. <laughs> Me neither. Basically, <laughs> basically they're, they're saying, you know, hey, this thing could be a 125, it could be a 250, it could yeah. be a four uh, 450, yeah. like whatever you want, there'll be a mode for this thing to to make you feel comfortable exactly. with the bike. Um, the now, bike go ahead. Well, now, for people who've never ridden an Alta, like there was four map switches on yes. that bike. And I, I mean, I'm a vet B rider. I wanted nothing to do with map four. Like Correct. hit too hard, too aggressive. Right? Correct. Like, so, and that was a 250, you know, yeah. equal to a 250 four-stroke. So yeah. this thing... I, I, you know, yeah, I don't, I can't imagine. Yeah, no, thing. it's the same for me. I was right. riding my Alta yesterday with my son, and we were like, st we're amazed. We're amazed yeah. how fast the bike is. Even in the sand, on the sand track like we have in Florida, yeah. it was still a rocket ship. Were you riding at your private compound there? Yes. Or? Okay, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. secret. Your secret part. compound, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's slash Endurocross slash yes, Moto. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so these guys, I mean, they, they brought some people over from KTM. They got yep. some people over from Fantic, kind of the lead developers. So Tortelli has ridden the best of the best. And also, by the way, Eric, um, if it, anything's going to break, Tortelli's going to find it because that dude was an, a beast on a motorcycle. He used to bend seven, eight handlebars without crashing. He would yeah. just, because he's just, his elbows were up. And his bars were bent. Uh, so, I, I didn't yeah. know that story, yes. but that's that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. So Seb, <laughs> if anything's going to break on this thing, Seb would have found it. I yes. guarantee you. Yeah, and they were they were riding the bike. I mean, hundred foot jumps, backflip, and everything. I'm like, wow, that's I would yeah. never do that with a prototype. Yeah, you know, and it, it was super impressive. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, to give you an idea, the bike was tested pretty much day in day out. You know, for an entire week to do all the video, you're going to be able to see real yep. soon or now. No, yeah, they're yeah. going to hear. It's yeah. going to be out when this thing and uh and the chain didn't even skip yeah i mean it's like I mean, how can you not having a chain skip on a yeah. prototype yeah so there's a lot of intelligence yeah. in that bike yeah there's know? a chain adjust system with no tools that's <laughs> yes, pretty cool i that's, want to see that up close yeah, uh, it's, it's more. really really cool uh, um and then it's a steel frame with uh, a little aluminum subframe on it correct and um it looks like it's got some cool foot pegs on it there's no bottom cradle it's a skid plate yeah I think up, that's a, up on cradle i think yeah. that's an awesome idea because yeah wh you know if you yeah you don't need to worry about the cases yeah you're, you're fine like, yeah, 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 yeah weight and everything yeah. else so. actually the alta was the same way there was just a fake cradle that was kind of protecting it oh okay but you could uh, for what i understood you could remove oh i didn't the, know that cradle. okay yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. So. uh really really cool stuff from those guys and so when can you buy this thing so 
technically speaking, the bike should be tested and tested and available to the U.S. market by September. September. Yeah. And, and, and mostly like a lot of Alta dealers will, will have it? Or, it it's going to be a combination of a direct mail order mm-hmm. through, uh, with delivery at dealers. Uh, right now, there's half a dozen dealers that are already committed yeah. and uh, they all will be on the website. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, so that'll be awesome. The website is going to be awesome. Very simple. Yep. Very Tesla-like. Right, right. You know, I mean, let's face it. Yeah. I mean, uh, we have a we have a very good leader in the electric, uh, you know, world with uh, yeah. Tesla. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, part of the reason why they're probably paying you the huge bucks they are, Eric, is because you know everything and you know everybody in this industry. You've been around for so long. Your next part, I mean, you're going to help with dealers. You're going to help, you know, guide these guys. You're going to help them make all the right decisions stateside, right, and, and worldwide, really, for for what you do. It's a global company, so we're talking about Australia and stuff. Like, yeah. you know, we we have we have all the contacts everywhere, you know. But where I was going to say. So and this thing's called the Varg, by the way. Right? The Varg? Varg. Varg. The Varg. V-A-R-G. That's uh, that means a wolf in yeah. Swedish. That's cool. And they I are like that name already. They, they are <laughs> Swedish guys. So, <laughs> um, but what you're where you're really gonna earn your money, and where I'll be. I mean, I'm already impressed with you, but where I'll be even more impressed with you. Are we going to be able to race these things? That, yes, th- that's going to be like yeah, that's that, going to be the million dollar. That, that question. is going to be the big challenge, right. and I and I told them that already. It's going to be <laughs> it, it, we're going to get yeah. some uh, some uh, gray hair yeah. on this one because uh, the 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 competition world is not ready, and uh, already I convinced them of something I didn't. I was not able to convince Alta, which is the bike is an open bike. It's not a two fifty. Okay, yeah, you know because yeah. Alta really wanted to make it a two fifty. Yep, which. Really, it was a 350. Yeah, you yeah. know, in my opinion, yep. anyway. Maybe not on a dyno, but it felt quicker than yep. a 250. And yep. you ride, you've been riding it. Mm-hmm. It felt quicker than a 250. And um, by being an open bike, an open open class bike, I think it's going to be erasing a lot of issues yep. that people could have. Yep. And uh, at the end of the day, there's too much power anyway. You know, I mean, I don't know what to do over 50 horsepower. No. You know? <laughs> I mean, they're saying 80. I don't want anything to do with that 80 yeah, horsepower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's really, really cool. You can check it out on RacerX Online, of course. Um, like, I'm fully when – I, when you get all these people on the internet um, going on and on about two strokes and bring – you know, let the 252 stroke race against the 254 stroke and, and all of this, I'm always like – I tell these people, like, look, man, you're racing – you're a promoter. You're putting on a series, whether you're MX Sports or Feld. You're putting on a these, – these manufacturers are spending a lot of money uh, to race your series, and they're propping this thing up and selling tickets. And for you to, like, for all the wrong, for all the whatever reasons are, mostly due to ineptitude from the AMA, the CCs don't match, right? Yeah. They don't match. And that yeah. was something that the AMA, that, that door is open. You can, so you cannot tell your partners, and that's what they are, they're your partners, that you can race a 252 stroke, because only uh, KTM and Yamaha make them, that they're allowed to race a 252 stroke in the 250F class. You just can't do that to your partners. Yeah. They tried to do that in, in road racing, and the guys, the OEMs went home, you know? So, yeah. like, I get it. So I, I get the OEM saying, hey, man, like, uh, uh, you know, the, the, we don't want the Stark in this thing and, and all of that. But on the other hand, on the other side, this is brand new technology that we may be forced to, in, to ride sooner yeah. than later due to <clears throat> a lot of political pressure from a lot of people. And... Sim- let's get- simply the noise. The yeah. noise issue is not managed. Let's it- let's try to be on the right side of history here mm. and get with Stark and figure out where we can put them. Yeah. Don't just stonewall 
the e-bike guys because you know I felt like the Alta guys were pretty stonewalled. What do they want to do? You yeah. let them ride straight oh, rhythm. Yeah, yeah. You let them ride uh, um, and you're across. You're across. We put know? that in the rules. Yeah. And uh, I'm encouraging every promoter today in America to open the door. You know, and I, I would encourage any motocross track to give discounts to electric bikes because you know if you're a motocross track and you have houses around, mm-hmm. maybe in ten years from now you'll have only electric bikes yeah. r- ride, yeah. riding your track. Otherwise, you'll be shut down. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you lose the battle. And uh, Lomol is close to be shut down. Is it really? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's like, an, it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, so uh, we've been extremely bad steward of the noise issue. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm the first one to put my pro circuit shit on my bike yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all love the, the noise. But when you have to think about the future generation, this is the number one issue. Yeah. The green aspect is irrelevant you know i mean i mean the, the yeah. gallon of gas you burn it's like yeah, yeah i mean yeah. really honestly let's not even talk about it the, the two aspects is noise issue and fun issue ride an electric bike yeah. you'll be amazed <laughs> how much fun it is yeah they're, they're, i mean I, I had so many top riders riding my alta in my back street in florida yep. and you know i'm not gonna name them because they are contracted by other <laughs> yeah, companies yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. they came back with a smile yeah. it's like they could not believe yeah. it how much fun it was uh, it's know. so bizarre to come into a turn and all you hear is chain slap yeah <laughs> and you're kind of like wait like because and when you come out of corners, you know, you kind of know how far to jump by the sound of your motor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just yeah. know where that, you that, are in the power. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely... On an uh, Alta? Yeah, it's... it's uh, <laughs> like, I don't know how far, to, how far to give a gas to go how far I need to go to yeah. jump this the, thing. The best, the, best, the best time to an electric bike is when you have a short turn and a jump right away. Yeah. Because then you get on the gas and you over jump. Yeah, you're... You yeah, know, you're otherwise, done. if you have to be in a, in a steady, let's say, 30, 40 miles an hour to do a... A long jump, yeah. it's very freakish hard at to, first. Hard yeah. To, yeah, hard to time it. Yeah. And you just got chain slap, and all yeah. you hear is chain slap. <laughs> uh, the Stark uh, is really, really cool, and I'm, I'm sure those guys are going to see good success from it. Um, I'm excited, mm. man. So, yeah, nine months from now, ten months from now, they're going yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, obviously, twelve five. We, we will right? have uh, we will uh, we will have test. Yeah. You know, you 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 ride the bike maybe within three months or something, yeah, yeah. and it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, yeah, I would say six to ten months delivery. Yeah. You know, process. You know, it's just like you you have to let the world know the bike is available, and mm-hmm. now now starting as of today, everybody knows it's available. Everybody knows it 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 runs. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, there, there'll be some uh, obstacles. There'll be some mishap. You know, that's, yeah. that happens to everybody. It's yeah. just the way it is. You know? Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Um, when you take on a client like Stark, you know, they approach you, they call you, they know your stuff you don't Elta, they know all the ins and outs. Um, you know, I like money just as much as you like money, but there comes a point where, you know, you get busy and you can't promise what, you can't deliver what you can promise and you can't. How do you decide to take on and help the start guys or not? How does that work? Uh, really by passion, but okay. I don't, passion is not free. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> by passion. So we, we, you know, I basically just signed a contract with them after yeah. riding the bike. Okay. Because I told, we, we agreed that there was no, nothing to be done until the bike was ro- rolling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the bike rolled and we basically yeah. smiled and said, okay, we're done. Let's, yeah. let's work together because now there's work to do. How long did you ride it for? Uh, maybe 15 minutes, yeah, yeah. you know, that was so, it's, it's a million dollar bike yeah. with all the development <laughs> yeah. and you're like, they, they, they put you Everyone's on the bike watching. like that and like everybody's <laughs> watching say, you can't crash. I'm like, okay, that's a good start. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I just played around, but enough to know everything was 
yeah. really healthy yeah. on the yeah. bike, you know, yeah. geometry, suspension. Of course, I didn't do any 100-foot triple right. or whatever, which I, I'm not sure I would do anyway. <laughs> From what they say, it's a little bit of geometry, a little bit of Honda, a little bit of KTM, yeah. you know, a little bit of that. Which is, yep. all the bikes are yeah. Yeah, very, very, very close, close now. Yeah. You know, yep. I mean, it's like you kind of like have the KTM group geometry and you have the Japanese bike yeah. geometry and it's kind of like a blend. Yeah. So nothing yeah. nothing wrong with it. But um, uh, a guy like, uh, like Tortelli, you know, they basically just, you know, said everything works right. perfect. You know? Right. Uh, how was that little dash thing the, the, on the, the front? The dash was not functional oh, yet. Oh, okay. You know, so the bike I rode and mm -hmm. bike, the, the, the prototype that are actually being ridden are not functional. Yeah. So it's going to be, you're going to yeah. have everything in yeah, there. Yeah, that's gonna, that looks like yeah. a pretty cool feature. When yeah, that, it's when it's that an comes. Android phone. And uh, instead of having a phone that connects to your phone, you basically have a phone on your bike. Yeah, so yeah. So you'll remove it, you'll adjust everything, adjust everything and put, put it back, back in. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'll be kind of neat, I think, yeah. that you could really do that on the trail or on the track yeah, or whatever, exactly. right? Exactly. Um, and yeah, they're promising uh, how long, how many hours? Or... Uh, that hasn't been defined okay, yet. The yeah. bat battery as you know, the battery right now, the best we got is a totally rode 40 minutes on a motocross track, yeah. which is way more than we could ever ride. It was an Alta. Yeah. Yeah. And, and faster with Tortelli yeah, yeah. too. So, I mean, yeah. you know, guys like Chris, you know, were, I don't think anybody rode an Alta more than 30 minutes yep. at, at, good pace yes yes I, i'm about yep. a 50 minutes on my alta <laughs> you know i can ride three times 15 minutes and after that it's becoming you know yes. sketchy yeah, yeah 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 uh brought to you this uh fly racing racer x podcast brought to you by the folks at uh, max's tires and rental motorsport.com and cobo links of course all on board with us eric Pernard here uh talking about stark and talking about some other stuff so um anything else about stark did we cover everything i mean uh the the founder, Anton, is uh, 32 years old. Mm -hmm. He's a freaking genius. You know, he's proved it in the past. It's, uh, it's really exhilarating to be dealing with somebody that young and that brilliant. Yeah. So it's, it's rare we, we get to see that in our industry because, yeah. you know, we have a lot of great business people and stuff. But uh, I'm very impressed by his ability to, to do everything. Yeah. You know, it's like he, he's definitely committed. You Seems know, so, like it. And, yeah. you know, the little technical spot that I went through the other day and the, the information and the facts and figures. And I was like, wow, Jesus, yeah. This, yeah, this, this, this seems really good. Like, seems really impressive. Yeah, so. he seems to be a genius, and I, I, will, uh, I will go for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, looking forward to that. Um, and and uh, please check it out, um, the website. It's on RacerX Online, of course. And uh, I'm sure there'll be tests soon, and Kiefer's probably already waiting, probably gonna, already going to ask me when, when he can ride one. So uh, <laughs> we'll get them in, uh, in, in America. They'll be landing in a new Smyrna. All the crates will be in new yeah, Smyrna. Yeah, the, the, first, the first couple <laughs> bikes would be there for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Um, so we talked about the U.S. Open story a little bit uh, earlier, and, 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 and so this is kind of where I wanted to go for this. So, you know, you start the U.S. Open. Uh, you promote that thing. You, you, you run it for a couple years. Feld buys it. You know, you do really well on that thing. You start Mini Moto, uh, uh, promote that race. Yep. Uh, three, four years, it kind of runs its course, right? No, ten years. Ten years. Ten oh, years. Shit. Okay. So yes. you start Mini Moto, yeah. Enduro Cross. You start. You bring that over. You start that. Yeah. Sell it off. Uh, yep. Now, then you end up going back and running it for the people and kind of you know managing it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, I never, I never went away from Enduro Cross. Okay. Enduro Cross is kind of my your, favorite child, your baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's it's been kind of. Uh, 
you know, from yeah. owning it to managing it to be involved and and maybe even more news for the future. So yeah. maybe I'm going to get more involved again. You oh, know? okay, so, yeah. So I wonder. Yeah, so I was kind of. So well, we'll get all the motocross guys racing endurocross. Yeah. So we can have some good laugh about yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be great. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was some of my favorite moments. But my point, my question for you is: so and now you're kind of like. Hey, I, I help run Paris Supercross, and yep. I help Enduro Cross, and I uh, do X Games. You know, ESPN contracts you for X Games, yep. flat track, and everything else. Um, at this stage in your life, you've done all this stuff. Are you looking to get back into putting your own money up and promoting again, or are you? Do you have another idea like where you want to do that? Like now, I notice when I think about your career. You're kind of like you're taking the safe hedges. You're taking the safe bets now. Yeah. At this point, you've done your promotions, Correct. right? Um, do you want to do something else, or I? You know, it's a, it's a tough question because every other day I feel like I should put more skin in the game. Okay, but at the same time, uh, it's it's uh, it's really good to be helping people and sports and project mm -hmm. and be not you know if you want if you put spin, spin uh, skin in the game you pretty much giving yourself 100% yeah. and uh, i i love i like to be spread thin yeah. you know and touch a lot of different things you know i mean i feel so fortunate to be able to to go from a a motocross race to a supercross to a freestyle mm -hmm. to a flat track yeah. to an enduro and uh, to you know promoting the world championship enduro in in Tennessee and, and it's just it's just like I kind of like that yeah. you know, it's kind of a it's yeah. kind of fun to toy around and 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 you learn so much from each angle you know it's um, you know I'm sure you can relate to something like that you, you can't have one type of guest in your show you need to have a lot of types yeah yeah we know. just had types on talking about that hard enduro race yeah. in Texas you know so yeah. Yeah, it is. It is nice to see that. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing you wouldn't tell us on this podcast, but yeah, maybe you have some million dollar idea that. Yeah, know. I mean, there's, there's something. Is there, that is would, there something out there? Yeah, I mean, you know, recreating a U.S. Open would be ultimate. Yeah, you know, I mean, especially there's nothing in Vegas anymore. Yeah, and uh, I've been having a several people you know kind of tapping me yeah, in yeah. the ankle and saying yeah. hey let's do that and uh, we never went that far to have a serious conversation yeah. but uh, i think a pulp mx us oh, open oh, you know yeah, with you as the title sponsor no problem i'll write that check yeah let's do it let's uh let's you just take care of the riders yeah it's yeah. only 300k yeah yeah i uh do i get to pick all the riders because it'll just be great all my, all my buddies will be racing for the hundred thousand dollars so it'll be fantastic well that'd be interesting to do that something like that like yeah like uh there was no doubt if i if you did something like that again I, you would have to almost put them on 252 strokes or put them on 254 strokes or something like I, the 450s got too big for that yeah, for that floor yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah. you go to T-Mobile and it's a bigger floor yeah you know something like that uh, yeah, i don't know barely bigger right barely bigger. oh is it barely bigger yeah, okay maybe 20 percent oh okay yeah, so it's but, not it's you're not gonna yeah. shift one more gear on a 450 okay all right so <laughs> i just you know by the end the four of these were so big for that yeah. track you know and it just yeah. wasn't I, mean, I remember being there at the end it was half full yeah. You know what I mean? There wasn't yeah, yeah, much yeah. going on. Like, it wasn't that great, you know? So, um, but but it, there, there was a lot of races in Vegas, you know? I mean, it was a lot of races in the area. Yeah. You know, I mean, U.S. Open worked, like, right now, like, those years, like, there's no races in Vegas. Yeah. So, they still a big draw for people to come to Vegas yeah. to watch a race. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, like if, we're going to vacation and we're going to yeah, watch the race. Yeah, if you're a two-wheel motocross guy, you have no excuse to go to Vegas currently. Yeah. Yep. You know, I yep. mean, five 
10 years ago, we had so many races. Yeah. Here. Monster Cup. You know, uh, we had Sam Boyd. We had Enduro Cross. We yeah. had Mini, Mini Moto. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was nonstop. Yeah. You had four or five chances a year to, to be in a stadium and watch a motorcycle race. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good point, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You, you always want to... Because coming here to Vegas is, is is the main draw. And then if you get yeah. to see a motocross race, yeah. that's... Uh, that's yeah, you know, exactly. Another, like, so. you know, so you're bringing your family, you're bringing your, your wife or whatever, and, you, and you're doing the whole thing up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. I mean, I, I, that'd be cool. I, I'd, I'd like to see it for sure. Um, it's never been harder, and we touched on this in this Paris Supercross uh, um, uh, feature that is coming out in the new Racer X magazine. It's never been harder for, for you to get these guys for teams now, to get to get riders, to get the teams to commit to support the riders, is it? Like yeah. It's, it's, the price of the four strokes are insane. Yeah. Shipping costs, right? Uh, the fear of injury, which is, is ridiculous, but it's out there. Uh, and all the, the, uh, the development it takes to ride a top-level four-stroke has ruined the days of, hey, bring a pipe and a cylinder and uh, your mechanic and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. On, on one uh, on one aspect, we can say we are overdue for this kind of crisis because mm-hmm. when you look at other sports, you know, such as, you know, Formula One, NASCAR, MotoGP, the athletes are, are not allowed to do anything, yeah. you know. So yep. uh, I I don't want to be pessimistic in mm-hmm. seeing that he's also getting to us, yep. you know, where the, the motocross athletes are not controlling their life and career. Yep. I mean, yep. outside of the two championships they signed for, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's been it's been uh, very challenging, and I don't even know how a new person could do that. Like right. when when I call a team manager today that I've known for twenty to forty years, yeah. you know, like yeah. Roger, yeah. I've known, yeah. you know, I've known Roger since nineteen seventy nine, you know, and I cannot break through. I'm just questioning how. The new guy, you know, yeah, that yeah. wants to do yeah. a supercross yep. in freaking Kenya yeah, as yeah. a chance. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Doesn't matter yeah. how much money you weigh. Because them. you know, yeah. I've you know, I've paid riders for thirty years. I've yeah. been taking care of the team manager, the mechanic. You know, that's how we met each other yeah. twenty five years ago. Yeah. And um, you know, I I take care of people well. Yeah. And despite all those things, and and you know. Xavier, Geneva, all the people I work with, they, they're all super good people that, you know, always want to treat people well yeah. and better. And yeah. despite everything we've done, we are in that situation where pretty much Kawasaki shut down, Yamaha shut down, uh, KTM, because of the new model this year, was extremely restrictive. Mm-hmm. It's it's a tough yeah. one. Yeah, it's it really, really a tough one. It's. Um, I think there's room for a race somewhere in America – Mid December, yeah. I know there's a fear of injury, but there's not like that. There's nothing like shaking out your race bike, getting some gate drops in Paris, and if you can't do it in Paris, back in Vegas at a Monster Cup or whatever. Yeah. I, I've told the, and they're, I've told I've told team managers, and they're like, oh, you know, that'll never work. You'll you'll get hurt or whatever. How many injuries do we see in the practice tracks just during the week? We see it all the time, yeah, all the time, yeah, yeah. And if you want to learn how you're how close you are, you know, before A one, three weeks out. Yeah. A month out. Yeah, yeah. Come race this race. I think there's a potential for it. Pulp MX US Open. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I don't have your kind of money, but, but yeah. Um, hey, interesting to a couple of other topics. So uh, James Stewart has a podcast out. Yes, right? I, I heard um, about it. I didn't listen to it yet. Okay, so I want. I should have maybe prepped you for this question, but <laughs> he talks about in the podcast. He talks about Paris, and the last time he raced there was the, the terrorist attacks, right? Yeah. Roger Larson's in there yep. also, and and how that race was almost shut down and. It, 
he got into talking about Brayton and how he hated to race Brayton over there, right? All this stuff. And then he said, man, he said there was there's too many gate drops at those races. They they I felt like a slave. He said at those races, which I was like, whoa, James, like you you paid a lot of money. <laughs> so like to use the term slave, like too I don't many, know if that quite yeah. like fits. Maybe but, three gate drops instead of two when you when you qualify. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, and then he skipped the last main one yeah, year at yeah, Bercy, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, um, but anyways, I, I felt like hold on, man. You, you made a lot of money at these races, and it's not like they sprung this format on you. It's not like they, you know, they, yeah. they, they, they said, hey, there's a Super Bowl. James was like, there's a Super Bowl, and there's heat races. And then for a while there, we were doing the elimination races where Correct. it was just like two, the last two yeah, guys yeah, yeah. who were getting eliminated yeah. or whatever. And then we had main events. Yeah. But, I mean, geez, James. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I have to say, as much as I love James, he was never super comfortable outside of U.S. Yeah. So I know it was not easy for him. To, yeah. to do that you know and then he was going to Europe you had Red Bull jumping on him making making him do other things you know yeah, like yeah. he was super busy not necessarily because we wanted him to be busy yeah. it just you know that's yeah. that's uh, once was... again he was receiving payment from Red Bull payment from the uh, Paris Supercross yeah. so payment for a lot of people that were asking something but, in exchange that's the reality of it nobody he, gives you money for nothing <laughs> he's the highest paid guy to ever show up at bercy or lil right for sure yes for so sure. yeah. you know i mean yeah they got they, they, it is a lot of gate drops yes. i'll give you there is a lot yeah, of gate yeah. drops but that was the deal so anyways i thought that, that was really funny i was like oh boy like yeah you know that's a wrong, yeah, that, that's, wrong choice uh, of words there but, yeah my son alec was listening to it and he was telling me that yesterday about oh yeah about uh, james and i'm like oh god james yeah <laughs> i know i know hey you know what we all say things that maybe you know aren't, yeah. aren't the most politically correct or proper anyways um out of all the things that you do that i just listed uh what is the funnest event and what gives you the most anxiety slash popping tums at night Oh, yeah. What, which, which, what is it? Which one are you like, yeah, man, I can't wait to you get know, on a plane I, and go here. I have to say the weekend after Paris, I flew to Poland to okay. be at the first Super Enduro Cross, you know, yep. World Championship with Taddy and all yep. those guys and Billy Bolts. And I have to say the level of risk is so much lower you know, because of the speed being yeah. so much lower, I have to say I had a great day. You did, yeah. You know, I mean, it was yeah. just being in Poland. You know, the fans are not jaded. You know, they have one race a year yeah, that yeah. is on international yeah. level. I mean, packed stadium, dancing girls. I mean, it was yeah. – I felt like I was at uh, Bercy 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. where every rider is in a different – stall with yep. bicycle barricades in the middle and they talk to each other yeah, yeah. they just have a girlfriend as a barrier between each other sure, you know? yeah, and, yeah. It, and it was that was kind of like a, a super good day just yep. to be reminded of how fun and easy yeah. racing was just like what you remember yeah. of the early like 20 years ago going to racing overseas yeah today it's it's a little bit more complicated mm -hmm. you know the consequences are different and more super crosses still uh, will be always a dangerous sport yeah. so you know i have to say the you know yeah. roma Fev's crash was really you, you like you know, know what always a uh, big a big downer you know whether it's weston pike or roman feb or or uh, uh marvin yeah. towards acl uh yourself and xavier you guys wear that on your faces yeah. man at the end of the sunday when we're all Having our dinner at the hotel. Yeah, you guys are wearing those injuries. Like yeah. you're, a, those, yeah, it's, yeah, we we care. Yeah, I mean, it's you like care. It's, exactly. It's just, yeah. you know, I, it's to me, it's un, <laughs> it's it's a funny story because, uh, you know, last time 
Mookie broke his leg. I went. I spent an afternoon with yeah. him in Phoenix at the yeah. at, at the hospital. And the fun part is, most of the time you go and see a friend that got hurt, he never remembers yeah, because yeah. they're all under yeah. heavy drugs yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, remember? No, I don't remember seeing you there. I'm yeah. like, okay, next time I won't come. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So okay. So you love the Super Enduro Cross. Yeah, was yeah. that a one-race thing only? Like yeah, just it was the one, just, just the just, opening round yeah. of the World Championship. Oh, so yeah, it was yeah, an yeah, opening yeah, round yeah, of the Championship. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, what's the one that gives you the most headaches? Oh, I mean... Or maybe head... What, I mean, I have to say Paris this year was... You yeah. Know, the, the the high level, I mean, it's definitely the highest profile race, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm taking care of and having COVID on top yeah. of it. And it was postponed. Yeah, and, yeah. between postponed, delayed, canceled, back to postponed. <laughs> I mean, like it was, a, it was honestly, I had stomach issue. Yeah. I had to go and see a doctor. I was having, like, I think I was getting a, an ulcer and I'm not <laughs> kidding. I was like, this is just eating me alive yeah. you know like uh, the writers are calling me i keep telling them i don't know yeah. nobody knew i mean we were talking and yeah, yeah. just it's, so this year paris, yeah, i felt like the lineup changed yeah. you know 38 times yeah this year paris supercross was a tough one yeah. but you know i i think we delivered yep. you know the vibe was good uh, as you could witness and uh, like like you and i were talking earlier yeah uh, it was the best that could be done. Yeah. You know, I mean, yes, it was not as good as it could have been, but it was the best that could be done. I, I thought it was cool to have Reedy there yeah. and Antonio Caroli. Great yeah. choices to have those two guys there. 2-2, two, 2-2-2. Two, 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 two. Yeah, to love Caroli's last race, you know. <laughs> Chad's uh, not racing a lot. So I thought that I, that angle was great. Yeah. Uh, really cool to see those two guys, you know. So, yeah, yeah, and, and, and they, they were very happy to be there mm-hmm. and playing the roles. So it's, you know, yeah. and, and the racing, I have yeah. to say the – the Brayton Subiras uh, battle yeah, was yeah, was yeah. quite exceptional, and we got uh, this year for the first time we got a YouTube link, and a lot of people watched the race. Did they? Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, I know. My my social media was hit yes. up by it a lot too. So yeah, so yeah. it seems like. Uh, the two biggest uh, platform were uh, Motovert, of course, yeah. in France, and Racer X yeah. worldwide. Yeah, you know? nice. So it was pretty good. Um, that race, whether it's Bercy, Lille, or Paris, is, is phenomenal. It's etched in everybody's memories. Uh, JMB was the first guy to beat the Americans one year. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Jeff Leesk won a night. Uh, all the best Americans outside of Roxon, Carmichael technically raced it. Yeah. Uh, outside of Roxon and... Dunge? Uh, and... Uh, and Villo? And uh, uh, Travis, TP. Oh, P- Pastrana. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And f- not Ferry. Ferry came one time. Ferry or? went 125, I think, Yeah, one yeah, time. I think yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so anyways, I've been there. Uh, I went twice as a mechanic, and then I've been lucky enough to get over there as a media guy for a long time now. And I got to say, man, like... Obviously, look, Justin Barsha added a lot to the to the program over the years, unintentionally and intentionally. <laughs> yes. But I don't know if anything will top when Villeman just beat Jeremy straight up. Yeah. Every every main event. Yeah. Two nights in a row. That's right. I think that was at the old, Ber- old Bercy Stadium. Yeah, yeah. It was a, I mean, I a cross style. I don't know if anything – like, that's got to be in my top five moto memories of all time. Like, I remember standing on the concourse – and going like this is fucking phenomenal, yeah. you know. Like this is what racing motorcycles is all about. Jeremy was not easy to beat. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. And yeah. Villeman, the hometown crowd, yeah. worked yeah. them, you yes. know. And, yes. and, and I just, I think, does a race like that? Do they all blend together for you, or are there a few that stick out for you? No, I mean, all those races have been great. I, like I say, I'm way oversensitive to 
the the injury factor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. to me, any race that I everybody walks away, yeah. I feel like <laughs> opening a bottle of champagne. <laughs> you know, and uh, I I I feel the injury for for the rider, and uh, it just uh, you know it's I mean I don't feel sorry about that yeah. because I'd rather feel it because it makes me you know like uh, I kept telling the staff the crew we had there I said guys you know all the bullshit we had to deal with doesn't change anything than when the gate <laughs> drop mm-hmm. it's still yeah it's still a race it's yeah. still dangerous yeah. and. Sadly, I was right because, you know, Roma lost it. And I, he's fine. You know, I talked to him a couple of days ago and yeah. he was he was totally in good spirit. He said, hey, I just I just did a mistake. He said, I had so much fun. Yeah. I mean, he, the guy is, with a broken leg telling me how much fun he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no. he was a pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. his speed yeah, was, yeah, yeah, uh, good. Yeah. was I, I, super impressive. We were doing the COVID test on Friday when I landed. So oh. I was hanging out with him for that hour. You know, me, Philip, and, uh, yeah. and Roman. So, yeah, we talked to, we talked a bunch of stuff. It yeah. was great. Yeah. Uh, I just I find those guys, whether it's Caroli, I don't know Hurlings at all. But whether it's Febre or Caroli, they've both been to Bercy before, Paris, yeah. and then uh, obviously GPs. Erlings wanted to do it so badly. He did, yeah. So badly. I find those guys are so much more approachable. Nah, not so much more approachable. They're more approachable yeah. than the American riders. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's just, I don't know if that's I, a, uh, you know, I, yeah. Some some are, some are yeah, not. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some are. Um, yeah, you have you have good guys and less good guys everywhere. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, motorsport.com, free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. Uh, they got a dedicated team of gearheads over there waiting to serve you, uh, and they got a great return policy as well. OEM parts, aftermarket parts, they got a, a whole section of Pulp Nation on their website. So if you go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com, it takes you to motorsport.com. We got some specials going on with X Brand. We had some Michelin specials. So please check that out. Thank you to the folks at motorsport.com for coming on board. And Cobo Links as well, lowering suspension links on everything from Aprilia to Yamaha, built in the Boise, Idaho. And the Pulpamex code gets you free shipping and saves you money with cobolinks.com. K-O-U-B-A links.com. And again, if you uh, shorter of stature, if your girlfriend, wife uh, can't t- quite touch the ground on these um, uh, bikes, Cobo uh, links will make a, a link for that bike that will uh, allow you to have more confidence, get your suspension working better and all of that. So thank you to those guys. Maxis and Renthal all on board with us, as is Fly Racing, of course, flyracing.com. Check it out on uh, on the web and uh, see what they've got. Um, X Games is a big part of everything for you, Eric, uh, over the years. Yeah. We saw them run uh, an independent X Games race at San Diego one time, and then of course Super Motocross, Super X was Supermoto was in X Games for a while, and then Supercross was in for a few years also. Yep. Did they have any desire to get back in bed with the uh, Supercross people? I uh, I would not believe so. No, I mean actually, uh, when uh, the World Supercross became available, that's the only phone call I made. Okay. I, I called ESPN and I told them, "Hey guys, just for you to know, read that link." That's uh, that's could be an opportunity if you wanted to do it, yep. and I I did believe and still believe that they could have been the only one able to do something like yep. that. Uh, obviously, ESPN is having their own issues, and yeah. uh, that's there's no interest. I think they yep. they they are you know working very hard to keep what's happening already, mm-hmm. and the two years of uh, COVID didn't help. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think when they ran their Supercross race and then none of the top guys showed up, they were like, what? Like we're yeah. ESPN, yeah, and the factories are like, yeah, we don't care. It was so. <laughs> good day for Brayton again. <laughs> it was, yeah. God, you've made JB a lot of money. Holy smokes, you've made JB some money. Um, uh, so okay, so yeah, no interest. You don't think you don't see that? No, I, I don't yeah. see that happening. Yeah. You know, now it could be sold to, I, I, you know, but yeah. X Game could be sold to another group, but that wouldn't 
Yeah. That wouldn't change anything. Right, you know, right. So. Uh, and Endurocross, uh, you know, obviously COVID issues were real. Uh, you jumped in lightly last year with, I think, four rounds. Uh, yeah, we had five rounds at Glen Helen in in just yeah, one location just, just in get it out, two right? weeks. Yeah, to yeah. Just, just kind of like Salt Lake final. Right. It was the only way to do it. You know? uh, I've told people many times on my shows, for the bang, for the buck, for the ticket for an Enduro Cross, go watch it. Like, it's phenomenal. I it's totally great. agree. I um, totally agree. And after after watching the, world's, the World Enduro, Super Enduro yeah. Cross, I was like, wow, this yeah. is so good. You so know. do you see that expansion coming down the road back again? Or how, I mean, uh, it's, you know, we, we are a group of people that want to keep it alive and, and healthy. So I think we're going to be doing some work. Yep. And... Uh, you know, I may come and, and beg you for help no, again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so right, I right. know it won't be too hard, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, a, a I just later. I feel like it's 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 it blew up. Yeah, it contracted, and now it's sort of staying the same, right? Correct. So yeah, correct. Um, it's a, it's a very good description. You know, we had uh, we had in unbelievable support. You know, when ESPN, mm-hmm. uh, there were races everywhere. You know, like uh, like but six seven years ago, I mean, I was doing enduro cross everywhere. I yeah. was in Colombia. Yeah. I was in Brazil. Yeah. I was in France. <laughs> I was like, uh, there was people. Mike everywhere. Brown was right there too. Uh, Mike Brown was with me for. <laughs> it was my original yeah, Brayton. Right. <laughs> yeah, who have you made more money for, Brayton or Brownie? In their career, uh, probably I w- Brayton. I would say Brayton. Yeah, yes, Brayton. yes. Uh, um, uh, and, and in return, I think I've said this before, but Brayton gave you a full race bike absolutely uh, in your living room yeah, absolutely yeah, it's great. Yes. It's fantastic that's the only one the yeah. other the other riders just take yeah. notes yeah, yeah take notes Bray- <laughs> brayton gave the man a motorcycle um, um so yeah okay so maybe we'll see that down yeah. the road yeah, yeah um final topic for us to touch on here on the podcast was world supercross you mentioned it you just dropped it earlier now the uh, feld guys were in bed with fim for a long yeah. time since and you helped do that yeah, you know, way I, yeah, I was one of the people that pushed them to go to FIM. What, a, what an end around. Yeah, to, to the, extract themselves of yeah, that jam situation. Yes. You know, I mean. It was brilliant marketing. Yeah. Uh, brilliant move, I should say, not marketing. Brilliant move by their part. They just ended the deal, and I agreed with this 100%. I, I, the, the drug penalties were out of hand. You had to deal with, of course, WADA. Yeah. They're partners with the FIM. Um, the FIM, they're, they're, I don't know. God knows how much that check was that Feld was writing to FIM just to say it's a world championship. None of that is needed. The drug penalties aren't needed. You can do your own drug testing, all of that stuff. I'm super glad they broke away from it, the FIM, in my opinion. You, not so much, though. Because I knew that the minute they would break up, there would be hot water for me to jump in. <laughs> so it's, it's exactly, it's exactly so, what happened. So they put out something, a uh, press release, saying, hey, we're taking bids for a World Supercross. Yes. Like we are, if you are a promoter and you want to, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll run this. And I was making fun of it on Twitter, of course, because that's what I do. But, but yeah, I got 20 phone call that day. We yeah, should do it. We should do yeah, it. We should yeah, do yeah. it. I'm like, no, 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 uh, no, no. Well, there uh, used to be, like, after the series ended, there was a six or eight race series. Yeah. Renard won it one year. Damon Huppin won it one yeah. year. I did it with Red Dog a few races. There was a legitimate World Supercross series for a number of years. Uh, it went after. Yeah, the yeah. I mean, yeah. there was a structure. Yeah. yeah I right. mean, legitimate, okay. it's, it's always been questionable, yeah. you know, because um, you know, when you have, you know, not the top, top three guys, guys yeah. you know, but, but, but there was a legitimate series with, with points and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was good for the sport. Um, it was not necessarily credible as a yes. title, yeah, yeah. but it was good for the sport because you know a race is good for the sport as long as it's well organized within all the the guiding yeah. you know rules yep, and all yep. that stuff. You know? But so I was kind of making fun of this on Twitter, but like you, th- there is an opening here. You think they want to do it? Like you think they could do it? 
like uh, there's promoters that will want yeah, to do yeah, this. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. They, they, yeah. they are people, you know, they are bids at the FIM. You know, I, I, I cannot say anything, of course, but uh, they are bids at the FIM yeah. as we speak. Yeah. Maybe a group has been approved already. Wow. You know, so okay. it could be that far. See, I know. was just like, okay, I was thinking to myself, like, like, why do you want to, like, if you're, if you're um, a promoter, you know, why do you want to, you're not going to get the top riders for all the reasons we just talked about. Yeah. You're not going to have a very good schedule because the, the riders are going to be testing and everything else in the fall. Yeah. The nationals go to whatever. Um, I don't see any way, you know, you're, you're writing the FIM a big giant check. I don't see any way this thing could be profitable or anybody would want to do it. Uh, Bercy and pa- Bercy. I always say Bercy. Paris is its own race. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. in my eyes, yeah. Geneva is its own race. They don't need to be part of a series. Uh, yeah. you know what I'm so I don't see an opening here, but hey, you know more about this than I do. So maybe I, maybe I should take back my Twitter. Yeah, we were laughing of- with a couple friends like a few weeks ago saying that there's less than 10 people in the world that actually know how something like that could work. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, understanding yeah. the politics, the teams, yeah. the geography and right, everything. Right. And uh, you may be one of those 10. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was making fun of it. I was like, uh, why would you want to start that? It's my eyes. Like, so why would you want to do the that? The business model is different. Yeah. You know, the business model is different. It's like you, you have to understand how MotoGP works, how Motocross GP works, how Formula One works. So the minute you get that famous FIM stamp, yeah. you know, you suddenly entitled to have subsidy you know and okay. it's one thing that Feld never did yeah. because they felt never went outside of US yeah. so need to do it. Yeah. if you were to say Feld would have said hey we're gonna do five world round and the bid is wide open yeah they would have had countries like, well, they were yeah, work? like Saudi. Yeah, Saudi. I mean, all, all yeah. the countries that have too much money yeah. and not enough ideas, right. you know, not enough sport, they could have been getting three, four million dollars from three or four different countries. Yep. North Korea. <laughs> you <know. laughs> well, you can but that's at, really how it works. Yeah. Why, do you, why do you think we race motocross GP yeah, in, in Indonesia? Indonesia yeah, or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. like these, right. you know. All well, I, would, I would bet half of those tracks on the MXGP series is, is subsidized, yes. right? I would think. Oh. No, no, I mean, I would say 90%. Okay, yeah, 90%. Yeah. Right, right. I don't think you can do an MXGP without getting help, you know, because yeah. the, the idea is you are a entity that is part of the World Sport Organization slash Olympic uh-huh. Organization. Yeah. And when you do that, you basically, you know, let's say it costs a million dollars to do a MotoGP. Yeah, you go to yeah. You go to the city of Las Vegas and say, hey, we're going to bring MotoGP to the city of Las Vegas. Give us a million dollars. Yeah. And, and the, not everybody says yes, but a lot, a lot of, of them do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And at that stage, but done. But the key is getting that FIM. Yes. To, to, to so have, that yeah. there is a value. Yeah, yeah. If you know how to use it, there is a value. Right. If you don't know how to use it, and I'm Hundred percent with you. The way this FIM deal was done in US was purely it was purely an insurance policy, yep, yep. And, and there was no positive of it. it. We were just getting all the government bullshit. And then we had two different rules for a while. Yeah. Fifty class had one rule. The fifty class, and there was two different referees. Exactly. And it was just a shit. Yeah, show. yeah. It's just like it didn't work. Right. I mean, it's uh, it, between uh, the, the lack of desire from the American teams and to to travel the world. Yeah. And it was just going nowhere. So, yes, I understand it was most likely a wise wise choice. Right. But by doing that, something else was created. Now there is an empty space. And as we all know, nature hates 
empty space. <laughs> so we're going to see what happens. But it's, it's going to be a real big challenge regardless because uh, I don't see much factory teams being interested. Right. Yeah. So that leads me to the next question. So bef- pre-COVID, I had heard there was Feld's desire. Feld was telling people, we're going to Saudi. Feld was telling people, we're going to go there. Yeah. We're going to get subsidized and all this. And people I was talking to, high ups at OEMs, were telling me, we're not going. We're yeah. not going. Like yeah. we, we race enough. Like yeah. they don't want to take any races away. They want to add. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're not going. And this is where I battled with certain people where I was like, dude, the, you know, the teams aren't going to go. And now I was told, no, they're all going to get paid. They're all going to go. Yeah. How close was that happening to happening? I, I don't know how close it was at Feld. Uh, I was... You yep. know, knowing as much as you did, yeah, yeah. and I, I, I basically got the same feedback, like it's not happening. Right, and right. we know the, the usual suspects. You know, I mean, we know, we know which team doesn't want to do anything outside yeah, of the yeah, country. Yeah. You know, and that. But I can't blame them. No, I mean, I it's, can't blame them. They got, uh, they got Roman Faber in Europe. That's our guy in Europe, and we got it, a guy. Exactly. You know, you know yeah. I mean, at some point, the Japanese team needs to be managed by maybe Japan telling them they have to go World Championship. If yeah. they don't tell them, they're yeah. not going to go. Yeah, they don't want to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God, getting Mitch Payton to go to Toronto. Yeah. Was, I mean, it's Mitch. It's two hours north. He, he's still upset. Yeah, he still yeah, was yeah. upset, you know. So I, I, I don't see that happening. So let, but, yeah. one of the complications I can see now for the future of my enterprise mm-hmm. is no rider is going to have an FIM license. So that's going to be another layer. Yeah, yeah right. Next because year they've, had it, they've had yeah. it for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. To go to Paris, they just need a stamp. Right. That's it. Right. Now we're going to have to get a full FIM license right. to all for all races overseas. I heard one year James showed up at Anaheim and didn't even have a license, didn't fill it out, and they let him ride. So yeah. who knows? I don't know. Eric. Maybe there's a way around that. Um, so well, you, okay, you, you can you can express you can express rush a license yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. if you want to, if, yeah, if, as long as you have a doctor around and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Anaheim one. Sorry, folks. James ain't Stewart ain't racing. They, they don't want to do that. No. So, um, so okay. So yeah, interesting. So I don't see worldwide supercross coming, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if they pay failed enough money, I just these twenty nine races have these. Yeah, I, factories. I, just, my my you know, recommendation to anybody was find an angle. Just don't don't try to be pulling something out of the same bottle. Yeah, it's just like find an angle. It's a junior world championship. It's a it's, it's a yeah. three stroke world championship. <laughs> it's a, but you have to find an yeah. angle because I think. Uh, the, the existing world we have of professional athletes is super, super tight, yep. and uh, there's no much uh, freedom in there. Yep. You know, I mean... Um, Monster Cup, you think it's ever come, you think it ever comes back? I think, I mean, where? It's supposed to be in L.A. before yeah, that. Yeah, that's right, right. that's but, right. But so you think it, think it ever comes back? I uh, didn't hear anything. Right. You know, I didn't hear anything. Uh, straight rhythm? Uh, yes, I think it could come back. Could come back? Yes. Yeah, no, that, yes. that race was, was pretty good. It was yes, pretty fun. it could be very spectacular yeah. if, if it comes back uh, the way I think it could come back. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, that, yes. that'll so be, that's, that'll that's exciting. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll just text Hammer as soon as we're yeah. done this podcast and see, <laughs> see what he says. Um, all right. Uh, what else? Did, did we cover everything? Oh, we covered a lot of ground already. Yeah, yeah. It's been quite electrifying. <laughs> yes. Hey, listen, man, that takes us back to the to the Stark bike. And yeah. uh, I'm excited, man. I think I think it's cool. Uh, again, 
I think you you said it perfectly. If you've never ridden one, then you you don't know. Yeah, you just don't. No, know. no, you don't know. I mean, that's, you're like uh, a child lost in the yeah, woods. Yeah, I just you know, <laughs> I, like ten years ago, I I test drove a Tesla and uh, I couldn't live without one. Yeah, you know, I mean, so, it's like it's it's like it's it's not because I, you know, all all the golf carts in the world never made me yeah. want to have an electric vehicle. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're awesome to ride. And, yeah. Um, Kiefer, uh, Andy Jefferson at Husky got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Kiefer's house. Yeah. Took Kiefer for a ride. Kiefer ordered one like a month later. And now we, and now he had to cancel it, though, because they don't have stock. They yeah. Just, they can't promise Le, it. LeBig yeah. got one. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, LeBig got one. Yeah. I didn't know that. Where's he going to put his mountain bike? Oh, he kept his van. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, kept yeah. his van. Okay, yeah. uh, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how long he waited for it. So No, he just yeah. bought a used one. Oh, okay. He just yeah, bought yeah, a used yeah, one. Yeah. He, he, I mean, uh, he... It's funny because he came to my house ten years ago when I had mine, and the only thing he he, he could see was the the screen. He, he loved to put Le Big on a big screen, <laughs> and he said, "I could drive and watch my website." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're pretty neat, man. Yeah. The, the pickup and the get up and go on those things yeah. is just just phenomenal. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's really neat. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, as always, interesting conversation. Hey, thanks, you. thanks good, for having me. As always, it's, good luck uh, with with Stark. Good luck with Fox. Yeah. Good luck with. Duro Cross, good luck with straight with Good luck with. Yeah, thank you so much. We we, our, our, we work hard you, and on, and we we're honest, so it you, works pretty good. You have a, an amazing place on the water. It's New Smyrna. There, I've been to it. You have a place in Moab. Yeah, you've made a ton of money. Are you gonna stop? Do you want to quit? Do you want to yeah, retire? I, I, what, want, what? I want to t- I want to spend more time riding with my friends in Moab, and you're we're gonna yeah. talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, look, man. Uh, yeah, like I'm sure you're doing well, so you don't yeah, need no. to be traveling as much as you no, do. No, it's yeah. just my world, and uh, yeah, yeah. you know, like like this months. Like I was telling my wife, you know, the last three months between you know X Game, TKO, Imagination, which was it's an amazing show. Yeah, yeah. Imagination yeah. is unbelievable. And but to organize, it's like you you're really playing with fire yeah, because yeah. those guys are gnarly. It's, it's with crazy. A yep. May capital G, you know, <laughs> and uh, and then you know going from the imagination to I mean I went to motocross of nation, tested the Stark, and back back to Paris. Yeah, you know, and Dude, it's it's man. been it's been really last three months reminding me of what uh, yeah. it was BC right you know? before COVID. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. I listen, man. Yeah, you yeah. you. Uh, you're a man who's everywhere, and, and, and yeah, so um, that's awesome, man. Uh, thanks for coming in here. Appreciate it. Always Thank you, fun, Steve. Always fun to talk to you about yeah, stuff. And happy holidays to all the pulp fans. Yeah, which 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 you hear you get you hear from them. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, I mean even in Paris, every English bloke yeah. was man. We listen to you on pulp. I'm <laughs> like that's I'm very, I was happier for you to be to have an audience in England. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing what this little yeah. podcast uh, equipment will do. Yeah. Uh, Eric Pennard here on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Eric. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as the bad boy Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. 
we get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.